For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Forecast after dark for men. <laughs> Where does he go no. when this happens? <laughs> every time, every time this man gets so loud, he flickers <laughs> to the into full a, cast into after a different dimension. Dark. <laughs> you are listening. You're listening to. Uh, the internet's only late night recap show from the college football day that was and uh yeah yeah we're, we're gonna talk about it because we were playing rocky top because uh, tennessee tennessee beat florida what you can hear that yeah Ten- tennessee beat florida that happened it was a good jason the unbiased observer here that was a good mm-hmm. football game as the uh that was not a good football game arbiter here that uh that can that can issue a ruling having no partiality or emotions whatsoever as to which team won in this game i will say this game was uh was really good it was a good game i can give it that you know like i, I can't even be mad our mistakes were huge there's very you know like like <laughs> that's florida how you want them that's how you want them we didn't make little mistakes no sir <laughs> we made them big make them big you know what i want to be able to see them on film just in case some of the coaches are slow. Like, or I don't know, man, maybe that's just a good route. Nope. Very large yeah. mistakes. There were multiple times in this game where I looked up like, is this a dead ball type situation? Does Where's Florida's defense? Like, where, <laughs> was this play blown dead several seconds ago? I, I, I saw, I saw the most open I saw someone today was in this game. The only thing that came close was in Baylor, Iowa State. There was a trick play so devastating that Baylor had a guy in the end zone with nobody within 20 yards. I mean, a lonely man. Like, so open he could properly be described as lonely. That was the only person I saw who even came close to being as open as three different Tennessee receivers were today. Yeah, that's how you want it. And yet, both teams made grandiose errors because Florida (laughs) ended up kind of almost winning. Kind of. You mean losing. If you kind of (laughs) almost, that means you lost. (laughs) Well, yeah. Granted, you lost, but I won't say you almost win. I will say you kind of almost won. Uh, Yeah. By the way, like, shouts out to Hendon Hooker. Like, massive praise, all kudos and plaudits to Hendon Hooker thrown clear of the Virginia Tech program to seek Rosier Pastures in Knoxville, Tennessee, comes through, gets absolutely car crashed, crunched to the point where he went, went into the injury tent. Everyone thought he was injured. And then he came out and just took over the game. 
completely. If there's one thing that you can really take joy in from this team, it's that even without their leading receiver, Cedric Tillman, who missed the game due to injury, Hannah Hooker came out and absolutely like embarrassed Florida defenders. So congratulations, Hendon Hooker. A magnificent, a magnificent thing for you. Holly is just soaking this in. I just amazing. remembered to start recording local now. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> just in that's, case we need that. <gasps> that's fascinating. Sorry, Doug. That is it. <laughs> um, but if you are, but uh, I am also the, the game that I want to talk about, like really want to talk about here. Um, is I just want to talk about what happened to Arkansas at the oh, end of the game. Oh, thank God, we're done. Okay, I'm going to go play Nintendo. Okay, so uh, Hogs, the, the Hogs played the Aggies, and a couple of very bizarre things happened in this game. So, I, I, I mean, I think the setup here is Arkansas every single year, no matter how good either of these teams are, Arkansas plays A&M, they build a lead, a multi-touchdown lead in the first half. Correct. They will lose. Everyone knows this. It happens every fucking year, usually in overtime, sometimes not. And Spencer, what happened we, this time around? As much as we live and die with our beautiful wampum boys, we at least get to watch Jerry die a little more in real time. Slowly, yes. Which, oh, It's got to be slowly because he doesn't have that far to go, man. Look at him. <laughs> I did say he, he looks was... like he's been dead for three days. There's only did... so much more dying Jerry can do. <laughs> I, I, I beg to differ. I got plenty more dying to do. I'll show you, sons of bitches. I'll show you. I'll be dead or nail. I can die for decades. I mean, look at my look at my NFL franchise. I can yeah, die I for so. years. I mean, literally, he has been, the man's been dying for over twenty years. Have they? I, I, they made the playoffs within the with this millennium, right? I don't know. I, no one remembers. I'm that. I'm full of life. It's happening. I hire Mike McCarthy. I definitely know things. Um, what I would like to say about this game is that yes, Arkansas always loses. In this case, uh, two astonishing things happened to change the trajectory of this game. One, there was a touchdown play, KJ Jefferson moving toward the end zone, uh, inexorably, right? Because when KJ Jefferson moves, remember, it's kind of like the juggernaut at an Indian religious festival, right? It's just moving it two miles an hour through a crowded area, right? Very slowly. And he's moving toward the end zone over the course of a good five minute run. And he's about to breach the walls of the Texas A&M defense. And for some reason he takes flight and stretches toward the end zone. Jason, what happened then? I don't know. I didn't see you tell me. Okay. I'm going to tell you Um, uh, the ball came out. Okay. He didn't have to jump. He didn't have to leap or extend the ball. He reaches toward the end zone. The ball comes out. It fumbles. Around the 13-yard line, the AM defender who has the ball realizes that he does not have the gas tank for this particular move, and he laterals it. Like Ed Reed against Boston College, right? Laterals it, and the ball travels the remaining distance to the end zone in the hands of another AM defender for a six-point swing that became a seven-point swing with the conversion of an extra point. That's that's a lot of weird for one team. But yeah. we're not do- we're not done. <laughs> those, those points seem pretty valuable and important. But yes, Arkansas had a chance, was within range of a game-winning field goal. That is and yet, <laughs> and yet, <laughs> and yet, 
uh, Arkansas attempts the field goal. The ball begins to to just lean a little bit to the right, intersects the right upright at the goddamn top. Okay, <laughs> attempts to land on top of the upright, upright well, like like a mother bird with a nest. Don't recruit your kickers from Dude Perfect. No. <laughs> All right. Do not recruit them from Dude Perfect because the ball landed boop, right on top of the upright. Bounce. It, it was sick, bro. It was <laughs> sick, bro. It was. When you hit that, we all went, whoa, and started high-fiving. Every nine-year-old boy in America was like, oh, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. That's so good. Their father's going, no, son, no. You've been YouTube poisoned. Dad, watch this YouTube video. The ball touches the top of it. Dad, it's watch so this. It's so sick. Dad, please watch yeah. this. No, you need to watch it. No, wait. There's an ad. There's an ad. It's okay. Here, just stick through. We can skip it in three seconds. It takes seven minutes, but it's so worth it. It's Dad. so worth it. <laughs> By the way, 22% of conversation between the young and the old at this point <laughs> is, please watch this YouTube video. Please. Yeah, please. Uh, please watch this video, TikTok or YouTube, one of the two. Yeah. Uh, or between uh, me and my friends. That's That's another thing. But... The ball hit, and then it bounced cruelly forward. As Joe Tessitore himself said, because of course Joe Tess was calling this game, never even crossed the plane <laughs> of the goal. Never went across the crossbar. Like, just like illustrating the absolute astronomically minute chances that this would happen. However, Jason... You're saying, wow, I've never heard of that. Surely this is something that hasn't happened. Has it? Has this happened before? Have you ever seen this before? Not that I recall. And I've I've watched a lot of football. A lot yeah. of terrible football. Hey, hey, Holly, has this happened before? Has what happened before? The ball reaching the top of the upright, bouncing off the damn thing, and then coming off. Gosh, Spencer, I don't know. Uh, Yes. Yes, it has. It happened earlier this year. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is correct. Wait, Wyoming. That is correct. Tulsa and Wyoming. <laughs> Headed, heading to OT. Wyoming lines up and hits it off the top of the damn right upright. It's, it just hits it off the upright. It's, and it for some reason, clean. it's funnier when it happens indoors. <laughs> this one, it is. This one was even wilder because... It hit the top of the upright at like this one had some altitude. The Arkansas one had some altitude to it, like some real height. It might actually be a bird. Yeah, no, outdoors. This sucker, this one, this one was on a rope, on an absolute rope, and still same result. Yeah, Bounce the deceleration. If you watch it, the deceleration that the ball appears to go through in order to land to alight atop of the upright is kind of amazing. And seems improbable for something of the size and speed of a traveling football. Yeah, it really shouldn't be like this. But yes, it, it has already happened. <laughs> it really shouldn't be like this. Oh, doesn't oh, that cover a lot of today? Yeah. The ball striking the top of the goalpost. I'm called. Uh, it calls to mind uh, Jimbo Fisher's only good take ever that we should put lasers on the top of each post. But in this case, we didn't need it because uh, <laughs> it hit the darn actual goalpost. I think there should be a button up there, and if you hit it, like streamers and steam guns should go off, like mm -hmm. smoke guns, right? Like, yeah. 
I like that much better than the this should be worth 100 points thing or this is an automatic victory thing. I don't think it should be worth any points. I think it should, it should spectacle start an alarm or something. Yeah, just I, hit hit the what pyro. If they, what if they and you shoot lose. both end zone shoot foam and you have to play the rest of the game at a foam party? Yeah, like the Nickelodeon NFL mm-hmm. games is what we do. Yeah, I think it should do that or everybody gets a free tuna sandwich, right? Like oh. your team just lost the game, but Subway provides a free tuna sandwich. Legally they can't call that tuna. Provides a free fish slurry sandwich to everyone in the stadium. That is the the sandwich that Jerry would spring for. We know that much. <laughs> and it would be it's got some lemon kind of... juice in it. It's a preservative. <laughs> it keeps it, it looks it looks as young as I do. I don't know what voice I was doing. <laughs> Jerry Jones fish paste sandwich. Mm. Go hogs. Hmm. Yeah, rough night, rough night from a whomping hogs. But even then, remember what we want tonight? Reality. Dude, That's now, right. Now you're the bonking hogs. Yeah. I'm concerned the about the bonk off the top of the to right. absorbing about what God thinks of rich men during these games. I don't know. I said he looked like Tom. I said he looked like Tom York's dad. That can't be good. He does kind of look like Tom York's dad. Hmm. Yeah, Arkansas, Arkansas. Uh, sadly. Uh, did did womp and did lose. They fall to three and one. I just want to note. I uh, I proposed to the internet that we, if you know, a, when the goal, when the ball strikes a goalpost, we've all agreed that's a doink. Now, in honor of Arkansas, when a ball hits the top of the upright, that is hereby going forward an oink. Oh, <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, can't spell boy without oink. That's going to be a bumper That's going to be a bumper sticker somewhere in here. Yeah, I have a I have a question for you. You have you have a question? For yeah, whom? what what shirt are you wearing right now? They can't see this on the space, but what shirt are you wearing right now? Who me? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm wearing a Kansas basketball shirt, unfortunately. Um, I know but- we're a fo- we're a football school. Um, I married into uh Kansas fandom. We are a, a football school. We're four and No surprise. No big deal. It's normal. So that's the standard. But uh, you know, we're dabbling in basketball as well. I know we're in some sort of like year long Mercury and retrograde thing because the center of the college football universe for uh, multiple weeks has been the state of Kansas because two things happened today. One, Kansas beat Duke in the natural naturally your watch list most anticipated game yeah of the day yeah uh and uh it was a it was an entertaining game with like multiple legit highlights and i'm, I'm kind of used to ku football highlights being like they forgot how to spike the football they forgot how to <laughs> kneel down <laughs> these are things that have happened um but this time it was like a dude ran 85 yards working his ass off he cared about getting to the end zone, and he was able to do it. And like the the biggest, uh, like the biggest lay in the lumber form tackle I saw today was by a freaking Jayhawk. That's that's not normal. No, not normal at all. Additionally, by the way, Jalen Daniels is quickly approaching triple option god status because really, like KU runs an option based offense, and they do a lot of like triple optiony kind of stuff that they camouflage in a lot of different ways, but like. There is this tier of dudes who run that at this point, like Grayson McCall, 
of Coastal Carolina, who I hope is like not seriously injured after walking off at the Georgia State game, but like him, old school Darian Hagan, guys who uh, are very good at looking like they hand the ball off. The color commentator on this was Devin Gardner, who mm-hmm. I did not know Devin Gardner was doing color commentary. If you don't remember Devin Gardner, um, he was last seen enduring some of the most heinous and hellish experiences any Michigan quarterback has ever experienced as Brady Hoke's punching bag of choice uh, in the Brady Hoke era at Michigan. He was awesome, but he was like, Y'all, Jalen Daniels, he's so good at the handoff. It always looks like he's given the ball. I can't explain. I was like, nah, that can't be true. No, he's right. He's right. Jalen Daniels always looks like like the ball can be in the other hand visibly, and you're like, nope, that's a give. That's a give. Devin was a super pleasant surprise because I remember interviewing him a few times as a player, and I remember him being like super shy, and I'm really glad that he's – I hate to use the word blossomed because it's disgusting – but yeah, he nailed it. This was great. It is. I mean, it's cool. We all three of us independently noticed this. Like I usually do not pay much attention at all to announcers, but uh, also a play-by-play guy, Eric Collins. I thought, I thought both the announcers were like noticeably great in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, I think it's because they were so good on such a shit assignment. Um, elevate them, please. Universe. This was the game of the week. This is a wonderful, wonderful assignment. Anyone should be honored to be associated with Duke, Kansas. <laughs> I had the the new experience for me today was turning away from a Kansas game because they were winning by too much. <laughs> I don't know if anyone has ever done that before. I was like, oh man, this is getting kind of boring. I better see if Clemson can pull it out against fucking Wake Forest. That's oh god. <laughs> Which sure, fine. Wake Forest has been good for like eight minutes. Uh, fine, fine. But I'm not used to. Let me see if Clemson can hang against Wake Forest. Uh, I I appreciate that Clemson and Wake Forest making it interesting enough to postpone me watching the Florida loss by five minutes. I also appreciate Sam Hartman just making shit up the whole game. Sam Hartman is an all time legendary making shit up QB which he gets to do in that offense but like there's sometimes where you go oh man you shouldn't throw that ball and it's out it's out there it goes Sam Hartman just went ahead and threw it anyway they just do shit they just they just as Richard and I have discussed this principle that there are football players that are just like they just uh, and this is a technical phrase they just be doing shit back there Mm -hmm. uh Sam Hartman is one of those guys he's just doing shit back there I still, after three or four years of it, I still am not used to what I think Richard coined the <laughs> the father walking the bride down the aisle option handoff they do, <laughs> where they're yeah, just walking that's... side by side holding the ball together, mm-hmm, and it's bros. so fucked up. It's like one you you guys are gonna get hurt. No, they gain seven yards. It's yeah, it's the, it's the weirdest shit in the world. It is the chi- it is the chicken handoff, right? Like you're gonna hit me, you're gonna hit me. No, <laughs> like, I am really glad that they did not do this when ACC partner Pitt had Aaron Donald on the defensive line because there would have been deaths. Yeah, it's 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 all cute till Aaron Donald shows up. Deaths is like oily smears. Yeah, the mesh- the Oh, I get to break. Not only do I get to beat two blockers, I get to tackle two ball carriers at once. Yeah, you're gonna need a sh- you're gonna need a shop vac to clean that up. Just like streaks of sunscreen and blood. Yeah, uh, but shouts out to them. Also, uh, DJ Uyunglele had a good game. Like uh, he had a very good game. 
uh, through the game-winning touchdown, which is hilarious because it was throw it to the giant tight end who absolutely boxes out and knocks his defender away with his ass. Like, yeah. boxed out and then blocked his dude with his ass to get distance to catch the ball. Yeah, that's uh, that's what Wake Forest defense is for. A little, a little pick-me-up for, <laughs> for everyone. Uh, the same early shift you talked about announcers getting what they deserve. I sort of feel like um, Mark Jones and Robert Griffin III were made to call oh, Auburn Mizzou um, because everything you need to know about this game can be encapsulated in one quote from Mark Jones, who described the Auburn and Mizzou special teams performance combined as <clears throat> raggedy. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're a fantastic duo. Somebody, I forget who I regret, search Twitter, you'll find it last week, referred to RG3 as college football's Bill Walton. Um, and this week, Matt Scalisi called him uh, and I think you should leave character <laughs> sitting down to call a football game. <laughs> He's he's fantastic, man. He's just like like the he's the um the version of just be doing shit. He's just be, just saying shit. That's that's him yeah. on the booth. It turns out you can just say anything into the microphone and it'll show up on television. <laughs> yeah, on my TV. Also, I enjoy him uh sort of baiting Mark Jones out a little bit. Like, come on, Mark, let's loosen up a little bit, baby. Let's do it. At one point today, Mark Jones said something like what are we doing here <laughs> <laughs> see like in past years they've paired they've paired mark jones with like someone who like won't recognize his song references or whatever right like he'll do stuff right. like that whereas whereas now he's the guy who's trying to keep up <laughs> yeah it's great like he, he has become the old man in the booth old isn't old isn't bad i would not have called rg3 as this dude prior to hearing them in the booth like over the past year um, it has been a delightful surprise that he is the guy who I'm like, ooh, ooh, boy, uh, that's going to be a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's absolutely beautiful. By the way, uh, I saw that MTSU was in the space. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about MTSU Miami if you're listening. I know that's what you were doing. I know shout that's out, why you're here. Also, shout out to the official Sports Center account in the uh appearing in the chat what's up Sports yes Center? yes it's time y'all right yeah uh we're here to talk about mtsu i want to start with this um miami in the mario crystal ball regime um i think this is familiar to anyone who watched uh crystal ball at oregon the end game stuff it never looks as good as the recruiting rankings it's just not this is this is firmly an example of who I think at this point in his career, and this could change. Sometimes you give uh, Mario, uh, a, you know, like a nice prime rib or a good New York strip, and he looks at it and goes, "Make a hamburger, boys! Make a hamburger!" You're like, "You should probably cook that and the uh, temperature test." They're like, "Nope, hamburger! Let's grind it all up." I feel like the problems in this one started way before the end game, though. Like the the end game was okay. They held, <laughs> Miami scored three of the last five touchdowns, but however, they were down twenty four to three against. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Let's just rewind against a Final. mediocre Conference USA team. <laughs> Final score. 45-31. So they battled back somewhat against the team everyone made fun of like four days ago for for extending their coach who goes above 500 every year. I think that's all you can ask of Mitsu. But uh, 
<laughs> and here he is delivering on that uh, massive investment of I don't know what they pay him nine twenty five an hour, and, and <laughs> kicking Miami's ass. <laughs> if you score forty five points, forty five points, okay, <laughs> and you only kick one field goal, dude, that that's six touchdowns. <clears throat> How many first downs did MGSU have on the night? That's correct. They only had 14. <laughs> Meaning all MGSU did was throw bombs. That's it. Every time they needed a touchdown, they just threw a 98-yard touchdown. I'm not making that up. They threw a 98 touchdown. Their drive in the in the third quarter was at the 1445 mark, I'm sorry, fourth quarter was Chase Cunningham pass complete to DJ England Chisholm. Great name for 98 yards for a TD. 98. That's it. Miami is like 11 plays, 12 plays. MTSU, <laughs> two plays. Touchdown. They were doing the uh, national anthem. They were. Bombs bursting in air. They were. That's uh, all they did. Mr. Cunningham on the day completed 16 passes for 408 yards. Bombs bursting in air. Bombs! <laughs> Hit this man with the flex bomb the sound effect because that's all he was doing his all day long. His completions went for 25 and a half yards each. <laughs> <laughs> a 98, an 89, a 69, and then... Some nice. other stuff we don't even we don't even acknowledge. Only, big numbers only for for the Blue Raiders. They were three for twelve on third down, and they won by two scores and scored forty five points. Who <laughs> <laughs> they put in Garcia to replace Van Dyke, and people were cheering. Mm. Oh, oh, that's rough. That's there very, is a. Very rough. Um, a historical question from one of the two Matt Browns who post college football history on Twitter uh, from from Mormon Matt Brown. What is funnier that Miami is now 0-3 against Middle Tennessee? What? Yeah. Because oh. <laughs> they played back before Miami was the Canes. They played back in the olden days. Oh, uh, dear. Notre Dame is a combined 0-3 against UConn, Tulsa, and Marshall. Or that Bama is 0-3 against Rice. The third one. Yeah, it's got to be that. Yeah, that's, never that's play the them again, Sam. The never ever play food. them again. Never play them again, Rice. I think you mean. Yeah, um, Rice. I uh, out on top. I think we should circle back to a game that um, speak that uh, concerns the state of Kansas because uh, mm-hmm. we should <laughs> spend a bit of time on this one. Um, actually, speaking of, here is a stat from the uh, from non Mormon Matt Brown. Um, Kansas, I think at least, uh, oh, Kansas perfect. State had 50, in the first 58 years of the AP poll, K-State had one win over a top 10 team. In the last four years, K-State has three top 10 wins, all against Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's important to find a fulfilling and rewarding hobby. I love that. that you can like, do well. OU fans are like, oh, thank God. Bill Snyder's out of here. We don't got to deal with that bullshit anymore. Uh-oh. Oh, well, uh, Lincoln Riley's out of here. He now, The new guy won't lose. To, uh-oh. <laughs> they just can't. People from Oklahoma love to lose to Kansas State. 
I guess they do. It's a pa- it's a passion. Yeah, maybe this Evidently. is their hobby. I didn't think about that. Or their kink. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is their kink. They, they're like, they're gonna, what I really want to do. Honey, turn into fox and hold me down by the neck until my face matches Snyder's windbreaker. Hold me, hold me, step on my throat and make me watch a 19-play field goal drive <laughs> to people in purple. What I want you to do is I want in you the to middle get a, of fucking nowhere. Get a two-star JUCO linebacker, have him put on high heels, and walk on my back. You know, you know how we completely own Oklahoma. How about you take their quarterback and have him look like a Heisman contender against us? Adrian Martinez, of course, who is uh, 52 years old, according to the the Google search box that surfaced someone's shenanigans on Wikipedia, but it's not far off. Um, yeah. No, he might be Bruce Feldman. We're not sure. He really might be. It's true. Bruce is spry. I don't, you know, it like he there, could do spry. This. That's the word that you used to. You, He's if you spry. Look at Adrian Martinez, you would describe him as sprightly. I get why you That's leave a Adrian Martinez college student. <laughs> he's limber look at him he's, he's a limber dude um i get why you leave adrian martinez unmarked though because the prospect of getting embarrassed by deuce vaughn in the open field is so mortifying that you just forget the quarterbacks back there deuce vaughn is all of five five and when he embarrasses somebody it looks like it really does look like a middle schooler completely chewed you out of your shoes <laughs> Which you don't want to happen to you. So, yeah, I get it. I understand Oklahoma. I just love that uh, Oklahoma is, like, very clearly leaving for the SEC just to escape Kansas State. Just fuck this. We're done with this shit. This is stupid. (laughs) If we're going to lose to a purple team, at least make it LSU. (laughs) Like, no, we're tired of losing to this Cal College. Like, don't. Which, by the way, proud Cal College. We're not saying that as an insult. K-State's like, no, man, we got nice cows. We got them pretty cows. Great cows. We take two-star cows, turn them into five-star cows. We got got winter cows. Speaking of five-star cows that don't deliver. Oh, can't wait to see where this is going. Go ahead. Can I tell you what happened in Lubbock, Texas tonight? Is is someone else fleeing fleeing to to the SEC? Did something happen to Texas, this university that was not a state until after Tennessee was a school? Every goddamn time we fall for this, every Texas is back. No, oh man, at one point, wait, who is we? Yeah, who the fuck who is, is this? We, we that fell not for us. this. Speak not for us. your fucking self. One point, the one point loss to Bama, the inspirational loss. Like, oh man, no. No. that vaulted around. that vaulted them into the top twenty-five. That vaulted into the top twenty-five. <laughs> well, guess what, brother? The express elevator's waiting, and it's got your name on it. It's headed down because number 22 Texas went out to Lubbock against the three and one and should be ranked Texas Tech Red Raiders and lost 37-34. This, this, by the way, included the funniest post-game video I've seen. We all had to guess like three weeks ago. You're you're like McGuire? McGurk? McGurk? We know it now. Don't add us. The funniest post-game video, which is a first person uh perspective of somebody storming the field and turning around to flash the horns down directly in the face of uh hook'em god i would have shot i would have shot 
their hand off. That is so disrespectful. It was beautiful. It was perfectly framing not only the face of plushy Bevo or whatever we call that thing that's not Bevo. Yeah, hook em. Yeah. There's also two irate cheerleaders staring right at the hand as well. This is absolutely perfect framing. Like It made, it, it made me realize that when they are in the SEC, all I am going to do is horns down for fun. I'm going to do it by myself in empty parking lots. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it I'm going to do it to like beef sitting in the meat freezer, right? Like I'm just going to Actually, that should be a thing. Folks, when you're doing your when you're doing your weekly grocery shopping, please stop by the meat department and tell Beefo uh, what you think of Texas's performance this weekend. <laughs> it feels so good. I don't even hate Texas. Even if if you're if you're uh, if you're a vegetarian, you can go corn down. I just like this um I love that they Streisand affected themselves into horns down being like this national hand yes. sign for I like college football. It's so fucking awesome. Like they were such huge babies about it. Um and they tried to turn it into like we're living rent free in everybody's heads and like well we just think about how much you suck and like we think that's cool and we like to ha- we have this hand sign that we show each other that says, Hey, I think Texas is a bunch of big babies, do you? And then someone does it back because they agree. And like, 129 teams and their fan bases find it delightful. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, everyone thinks you're really funny. Is, is, is that the yeah, kind I of don't, I don't rent you Texas want either. for free? This is a recent development. They did this to themselves. <laughs> so hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, re- regional managers meeting. Really glad you're all here. The one thing I want to start with is don't talk about Steve sucking. <laughs> I'm Steve. I get really offended when people talk about me sucking. Like, and then Steve, but Steve spends like several days like, <laughs> they're all talking about how much I suck. That means they're jealous of me. No, it means you suck. The work slack has an emoji that me is Steve sucks. Like, Steve's, like... Steve's face upside down is what it is. Steve down. <laughs> I'm dropping a Steve down on him. Steve's not even here. Steve quit three years ago. Too bad. <laughs> Too, Too bad. bad. Hit him with the Steve down. Steve sucks. Dead Steve down. Steve. Did you know Steve what? Sucks. I'm st- yeah, I go to Steve's grave and I go, Steve sucks. Just hit him with the Steve down. <laughs> oh, you got Steve downed. You, Says, yeah, um, just like, yeah, everybody listen. I got IBS. I got IBS. Don't mess with my IBS. God made Bevo, not Steve O. Here comes old brown pants Dave. <laughs> wow. Pulling a Steve. Um, can we play a game real quick? I would love yes. a game. All right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna list some games and you tell me which team will win, okay? All right. Texas, West Virginia. Uh. Oh boy. Pass. I'm gonna I'm gonna go West Virginia. Okay. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, I'll go Oklahoma. Okay. Texas, Iowa State. Die, Iowa State. Iowa State, yeah. Texas at Oklahoma State. Jason, I feel like you're going somewhere with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Okie State. I'm gonna go Texas on that one, just to be. Oh, funny. a tie. Okay. Uh, Texas at the Sooner Killing Monsters of Kansas State. Kansas State. Go Kansas State. <laughs> How can you bet against Kansas State at this point? It's illogical. Play. Remember, this is the same Kansas State team that lost to Tulane. That's, <laughs> That's right. Last week. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I posted, like, Kansas-K-State is going to be the game of the year, and a K-State fan is like, how can you compare our achievements to theirs? <laughs> <laughs> you lost two lanes! Settle down! Everyone saw. <laughs> um, Texas TCU, who you got? Oh. Mm. TCU with the uh, win over SMU today. Ah, fuck it. T- T- Texas, TCU. but it'll be ugly. Okay, another, another tie. We have added up to uh, Sorry, one, one win for Texas. Uh, Texas at... <laughs> Texas at Kansas. Oh fuck, Kansas Again, baby! How do you bet against Kansas? Is, does Kansas have both of the best teams in the Big Twelve right now? <laughs> they really might. I said this a couple weeks ago, and I was kind of kidding, and I'm not really kidding anymore. And finally, Texas Baylor. Oh Baylor. Baylor. Okay. Wow. I uh, looking at Texas's schedule. This was the remaining the remainder of Texas's schedule. I was like, hmm, this team might finish five and seven, but we've uh, <laughs> we've parked them at three and nine. So. Well, at least they get to do their little choo choo song. <laughs> yeah, not during bowl season though. It's gonna no no no. Well, they, no I no. mean, I guess they can do it at home. They need January off to storm the Capitol. <laughs> they can do it at home. I just want you to imagine this, okay? The family gathered around the big white tech <laughs> in Canada, around okay? the white and orange tree. To- <laughs> I've been working on the railroad and very then, racistly. And then and then imagine this, my ass in a Santa suit flying down the chimney, <laughs> immediately flashing double horns. Horns down first. That's the first thing to appear out of the fireplace flue. You break both hands at the bottom, but it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> We're dead! Show up as fucking Texas Scrooge. <laughs> Except, except, except the bad thing about you is that you're not rich. That's how Texas Christmas works. Right, yeah. As their children unload the AR-15s they got for Christmas into me, right? And I'm like, worth it! Totally worth it! Texas Tech, I want to note their their coach, um, Johnny McGurkey, after the game. Uh, and now he had a, he had a hell of a speech. Um, it was a, it was a, it was did, a did kick-ass cut, victory speech. Did, I was like, did, fuck cut yes. a pro- did he cut a promo? <laughs> he cut a fucking promo. He was like, I told you they were going to quit, and they quit. Like, oh, goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, he said. Uh, a reporter asked me if, I, you know, if I felt good about beating Texas. I don't care about being Texas. I care about being one and zero in the Big Twelve. It's like, goddamn, bars left and right. And then he said, uh, "We we keep it up. We keep practicing. We keep getting better because everything runs through Lubbock." <laughs> like, what a nightmare scenario. That's a hell of a commute you set up there for us, sir. Imagine how many nuke- nukes would have to be dropped throughout the Great Plains region for all of American shipping to be routed through Lubbock. And it's like, we can arrange that. Yeah, don't yeah, we? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess they, uh, they're, they're, they're feeling pretty positive toward the, toward the Red Raiders today. They can make like, it happen. I, I will say that. Like, I, I really prefer a football game where I don't see – another team quit like if that's my own team like today i will say florida played real stupid for for large chunks of the I've game and got outplayed sulk. that was weird well yeah i mean but but they didn't quit like they were stupid and thrashing mm, they, stupid and thrashing to the end they all right were on, they were on the verge of doing some quitting before tennessee tried to hand the game back to them five or six times listen right i will take this moral victory stupid not as talented as we should be fighting. That's fine. I'll take that every time. Arkansas, just really always sort of a perpetually undermanned team. Like Arkansas always has something where you go, did you guys forget to recruit a wide receiver for three years? Yep. Just don't have them. <laughs> just, just doing fine without them, I guess. <laughs> it's, 
You guys could be eating beans and toast. I know, but we're out of toast. Been out of toast for years. <laughs> handfuls of beans. Just eating handfuls of beans. Dry. Could, dry beans. Yeah, just dry beans. You could cook those. Crunchy yeah, but strong. you know, we don't have fire. <laughs> well, yeah, gas got cut off years ago. Like, and Arkansas just makes do, right? But if you're a team like Texas where I'm like, I know you have a top 10 recruiting class coming. I know you have talented players and you're getting cracked in Lubbock and their coach is coming out like <laughs> quarters. <laughs> that's that's Te- brutal. Texas has never in its life made do, right? No. <laughs> if no. Texas goes camping, they better have a fucking chandelier. Like they better, <laughs> like they, they need all the appointments and accoutrements and amenities that you can possibly imagine in order to survive one night of camping. Even Bama's never had to do that, but even then they're like, my panic room has a panic room. And inside that panic room, there's another panic room. If shit gets real dire for Bama, they they can still be powered by, like, spite and anger and shit. Texas doesn't have that. No, man. We need a fun... You know what they need? They need a fundamental... They need need to go to Outward Bound for a semester. Right! We need to put... We need to put them on the hero's path. We need to do something. We need to, like, (laughs) take their money. I mean, that's Actually, what we, you know what? Ooh, I got a better idea, and it even involves singing. It involves singing and dancing. You yeah, can do what a truly diabolical stepmother of uh, of my acquaintance did, and send her uh, and send her no account child to up with people for a year to tour. Ooh. Is up with people still a thing? <laughs> I hope not. Horns down with people. I truly hope not. But yeah, yeah, like I, I send, like send do something to like that. Choir for a year. Let them learn true suffering. Yeah, do the or you know what money in the bank match, you know, like Texas Tech, I know, just put up an unreal amount of money that is in order to demonstrate a commitment to a football program. I'm not sure how much of that money is, you know, like in the bank and real. Why don't we make it that way? Why don't we put what what, put some dollars up or better yet? You're the Red Raiders Earn the nickname, Texas Tech. Like if their coach is so fired up, talk him into robbing Texas's football offices tonight. He'll do it. He's like, I told you they quit. They wouldn't keep me out of the vault. I made it. So speaking of uh, the great state of Texas and of uh, wrestling promos, um, Stone Cold Steve and F. Austin today, they put up 599 yards. Their opponent put up all of 141. Uh, Stone Cold had a plus four turnover advantage, 28 first downs to nine. Got two safeties, a punt return touchdown, scored 98 points to zero. Um, Because they were playing NAIA Warner University, the Royals of Polk County, Florida, a school with 1,200 students. Polk County's got a college? Yeah. Uh, They were uh, a resounding 0-3 today. Um, Last year, they gave up scores like 76 and so forth. My point is this. Stone Cold Stephen F. Austin had 98 points and a chance to hit an even 100, but they took a knee instead of going for two. If you run up 98 points on me, you better make it an even 100. Like, give me a story to tell my grandkids or whatever. But at least make me a trivia question. Yeah. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Like, it, like if, you, if you're going to schedule a fucking NAIA team, you division one team going down four levels, put a round hundo on them. And there's absolutely nothing merciful about pulling up at 98. Eat shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 feel, you feel virtuous for, oh, we, we, we kept it to double digits. What yeah. the fuck is no, that? No, y'all quit. You quit. <laughs> yeah. Stone you Cold quit. wouldn't quit. That's no. Take that name Steve, off your university. Not unlike Stephen F. Austin at the Alamo. You quit. 
you get you you get Don't you got to change your, me on this. You know Don't what Stone Cold did when he was in the uh, sharpshooter? He passed out instead of quitting. All right, so you are no longer named after him. You know, <laughs> Stephen I, I was, my my kids are big into like Napoleonic history right now because of course they would be. They're both kind of like Napoleon. That's right. Um, perfectly average heights for their time. Um, Napoleon is like the king of that, of quitting. Like he is the biggest, like, hey, you quit on the team. Things got hard in Egypt and they didn't go well in like the African expedition. Guess what he did? He's, like, it I, back. he's like, I'm hot. And he went home. <laughs> he did. He was. He's like, I'm going to. Yes. I'm going to steal some antiquities and go home. That's what he did. Okay. He hobby lobby. Beth, if if it sucks after getting a hundred thousand people killed, hit the bricks. He hit the bricks, and then when things got shit in Russia and he lost all of his men, guess what he did? He hit the cobbles. He hit the cobbles. He hit the he hit like the, the yeah the the black swamp mud. He literally hit the skids of a sled and went all the way back to Paris. So Texas football, <laughs> Napoleon, notorious quitter. <laughs> Um, I would like to salute. <laughs> we got our song now. Um, I have something that I really thought I would never say, which is this: Bo Nix, elite quarterback. That's oh, right. Jesus, now what? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm going to read you Bo Nix's line, and you're going to see a new threat rising in the West—a <laughs> bright, burning ball of gas and intensity, of pure flame. Rising where the sun should not be. A great feathered duck beast. <laughs> Once a tiger plainsman eagle. Duck beast. Now, now morphed into a killing machine. Uh, down to Wazoo and then roaring back with a 29.4th quarter. Bone Hicks going 33 for 44 for 428 yards and three scores. <laughs> That's was not it? what was happening when I looked at this game. When did no! they turn? No, they turned in the second half. Because at because because at the half it was seventeen to nine. Wazoo, Wazoo, putting it on him. Yeah, Bonix said when I turned this game off, Bonix had just thrown a pick six. That is correct. The full Bonix experience. Right. Typically, typically it, the Bonix experience ends there. The pick six. <laughs> No, no, we've written a new chapter in the I don't Bonix. know. This is the typical Bonix experience. 428 yards? Not that number, but it's the Pac-12. Like, numbers get weird. Like, <laughs> the pick six and then good stuff. That's the Bonix experience. Are you saying that... We- are you saying that, like dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, once we released him into an ecosystem that had no natural checks and balances <laughs> for his power, he's now running loose in a different environment? Apparently, Are you saying Lane Kiffin is not a human lysine dependency. You're saying that he's the cane toad of kind the Pac-12. Like yeah, once and we they, re- they lick him to ah, oh, never mind. I've upset myself. <laughs> I've upset myself. Please move on. Bolix. Bolix. That's right. Shouts out to Bo Nix. <laughs> doing work. To his continued campaign to inspire terror in both teams every time he drops back. Every damn time. Love it. Uh, a final score has rolled in. The unstoppable USC juggernaut uh, posted 17 points against Oregon State on a channel I have never seen and did secure the victory. 
Um, I don't know if you saw, by the way, in the Baylor-Iowa State game, I don't really want to note too much other than the trick play and this. I saw Dave Aranda spanking some ass. What? Dave Aranda. Yeah, as a celebration, Dave Aranda's favorite thing is to just give you a go clap on the ass. And uh, Dave Aranda is fierce with it, so fierce that another coach lined up to get his ass spanked. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Dave, get in there. <laughs> that's, that's brotherly. <laughs> Chap them cheeks. Let's go. Coach, I think I've earned one. With the strength coach, and I know it had to be the strength coach, looking on going, yeah! <laughs> That's way too much pre-workout. You know what too much pre-workout is? Whatever was happening there. Like, yeah, I'll strike him. It's <laughs> just a really good time. Um, I want to uh, circle back to one thing that happened during the early games. I was watching Clemson Wake at the time. I'm not sure how many games it affected, but I gather it was a, a crossover event. Um, Clemson Wake cut away to show some baseball man. He plays for the New York Yankees. Um, uh-huh. he, he doesn't pitch, so therefore he's not the best player because the, the, there's the, the really good hitter who also pitches is clearly a better player. But anyway, this guy for the Yankees um, almost has 61 home runs. And for some reason, the TV thought I needed to watch this with audio of him, like, grounding to first or whatever, instead of um, a Clemson Wake touchdown <laughs> and conversion and so forth. Um, I don't I don't know why. Sorry, I grew up in the 1990s on the National League. I'm used to, like, big, glorious, huge, fat numbers into the 70s. Like, a, a 61st home run means nothing to me, and I cannot imagine why it would need to interrupt wake forest football um i do i do want to bring up uh kegs and eggs promo, pr- uh, proposed if we're going to break into football games to show yankee at bats the least we can do is break into baseball games to show each iowa rutgers oh punt. yeah we should get to pick too uh that would be that would be the shootout between iowa and rutgers that hit the over <laughs> this game was awesome <laughs> as an Iowa watcher, uh, we <laughs> there was a point in this game when between uh, touchdowns and safeties, Iowa's defense had found the end zone as many times on the year as the Iowa offense had. <laughs> Four each. <laughs> and it, the broadcast was great because, like, FS1 leaned into the pervert element. They were like, we, we know why you're here. Like, they kept dropping, like, punter tail of the tapes and, like, punter battle stats. And, like, their final shot was the two punters shaking hands at midfield. Like, let, let's give the people what they want. <laughs> it was, like, it was like, what, like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers meeting at midfield. It was like, let's go to the real stars of the game. <laughs> Thank you for the, the um, meet whoever directed this game. <laughs> yes the, the, this game did hit the over the over was 34 and a half points uh-huh go count how many teams did that by themselves it did it via a doinked in field goal um that is and, correct bank shot bank shot <laughs> and needed multiple iowa defensive touchdowns just to get there in the first place perfection <laughs> if that iowa's is record is sullied by an over this is the way i needed it done what a what a beautiful moment for our sport. <laughs> I want to check in on another team that I am tracking this year. Uh, <laughs> Colorado. Wait, wait. <clears throat> you know, what? I was just looking at that because <laughs> I was going to say they rallied for an unprecedented outburst of offensive productivity, totaling 19 first downs, yeah. actually racking up some yardage on the ground to to challenge UCLA. And lose 45 
<laughs> Their first time all year going over 13 points. Yeah, they uh, already were on pace to be the worst Colorado team ever with uh, sports rating, sports reference SRS uh, making them an underdog by a touchdown, even against Colorado's previous one-win teams. And Colorado then underperformed expectations against UCLA. That, that number will get bigger and worse um, because they failed to cover a 22-point spread at home against a UCLA that it, their record looks nice. I'd like to talk about somebody who's disappointing. My team! Is this the Tar Heels? Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, no, no, Notre Dame had just been saving these points to drop on Mac Brown's skull. They scored 45 points. Notre Dame couldn't pee past their shoes for several <laughs> weeks in a row. And yet, against the North Carolina Tar Heels, when they heard Gene Chizik defensive scheme bolted upright like The Undertaker and just started hitting the, hitting the bricks, man. Their, their eyes lit up. They started patting their hungry tummies. <laughs> they did. They got the they got the internet laser eyes on. Like, <laughs> They scored 45 damn points on Mac Brown, who at certain points in this game, whenever I flipped over, looked like they were about to punch the security guard at the Piggly Wiggly. The food, the food, please, the food lion. I'm sorry, the food lion. He looked so irate at every single juncture of this game. And I know he's going to be like, well, that wasn't my fault. Mac, Mac was ready. The team didn't follow him. He's following another person following suit in that respect, by the way, is Dana Holgerson, who after Houston's loss today, and and they did lose. They lost badly today. Uh to uh or they they I'm sorry, they won by like a score. Yeah, I was gonna say, God damn, they lost to Rice. Sorry. That's, that's <laughs> no, they did not. But but you know what? For 34, Bama. 27 to Rice. Yeah, he said at one point in the press conference, Dana Holgerson said, I'm tired of motivating these guys. It's crap. <laughs> he, just, he sounded like a dude who's done with life. Like, Thanks, I'm Coach. Not... Thanks, Coach. Good job, man. Um, I want to go down the list of other uh, people who seem to be done with their particular spot or uh, and or might be, um, what I don't want to say fraudulent. But, but I do want to say people who signed their contracts at perfect times uh, and did great work in winning at the boardroom and not necessarily on the field. The uh, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota won 34-7 <laughs> over Michigan State, y'all. Yeah, so these are the uh, Secure the Bag All-Stars joining Jimbo Fisher in that, in that pantheon. <laughs> NF Tuck! Finesse. <laughs> NF, NF Tuck is a get in now pricing. Ride ride the ride the dip. Hold. Diamond yeah. hands. Walk a mile in these shoes. That is correct. Uh, Michigan imaginary. State had 38 yards. Yeah, there you walk in these imaginary shoes. They cost seven thousand dollars. <laughs> uh 38 yards rushing. That's how far you're gonna be able to walk in your imaginary NF Tuck shoes is 38 yards. That's that's how far they got. I'm looking. I think every team in Michigan scored more points today. That's not good. Yeah, no, that that's real bad. And because there, there's a lot of really teams in really bad. But uh, yeah, NF NF Tuck with the with the eighty billion dollar guaranteed contract on par with Jimbo Fisher. That's good hustle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quietly, by the way, 
get the get the fuck out of the way of the James Madison Dukes. Get the hell out of the way of these Regal Bulldogs because they beat App State 32-28 in, in Boone, right? Let's just go ahead and plant this flag now if JMU goes undefeated in the regular season and the NCAA does not give them a postseason waiver to participate in the Sunbelt title game or a bowl game. F- hang the fucking flag. Claim the national title, JMU. Do it. Do it. 100%. If you get pa- if you get past everyone and you beat Coles Carolina, I better see a parade. There's no you law against it. it. We will be the marshals. Yeah, you would have completely earned it. I have a number that I suspect is fraud. Cal scored 49 points today. I just want to note that and say that I need this independently verified. <laughs> I, I I felt like the, the theme of this week in college football, this was sort of the one where you look up and you realize like, oh, every team is bad, right? Like Oklahoma lost, USC looked like garbage. I, I use look speculatively because no one saw it. Um, yeah. Tennessee, as noted, tried very hard to lose. Kentucky and Ole Miss barely beat their, uh, you know, Michigan uh, struggled against Maryland despite spotting them a touchdown. And Georgia, the juggernaut of all juggernauts, the un, you know the team that's going to barrel over everything, they led Kent State by 10 points in the second half. So uh, I think we reached the point in the year when almost every team is bad. I think there are 128 bad teams, and the good teams are Minnesota, JMU, and Kansas. That's it. Yeah, I'll take Washington, too. Let's just throw Washington because no one would watch them because all their games happen right now at 1 a.m. Eastern. But Michael Penix Jr., baby. Currently yeah, all right. Let's, let's add Washington, yeah. I, I wrote this list several hours ago, and Washington has since played a game. So, Yeah, currently, uh, currently leading Stanford 27-7 to with four minutes and change left in the third quarter. By the way, the scary, the scary thought I had today, which is, yeah, Ohio State's real good, but I don't think playing Cranberts is really going to prove a lot. And that's, that's not really like, I don't want to insult Cranberts. I just want to be like, I don't think Ohio State, I don't think the answer to let's go point for point with Ohio State. You're like, it's Mertz time. No, it's not. You're not really. If they get up by two scores, you'll never be able to make up that point differential. So you might as well just punt because Ohio State's going to score points. Um, the one team that I looked at today and thought the scariest thing happened, and I need to like make a note of this. In order to beat Georgia, you're going to have to have that one game. You're going to need Georgia to have that one game where they just fuck up and turn over the ball a lot and seem kind of disinterested and, and out of sorts. And I'm worried that we just got that against Kent State. Like they decided, like, <laughs> hey, we're gonna have our worst game. Let's do it against Kent State. Get it out of the way, guys. <laughs> okay, we're good now. That was it. That was your window. There oh, you go. You sent, you, <laughs> you sent Kent State it. to the window. Well, they couldn't make it through. That's it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's see who plays. Who plays Georgia next? Who gets to find out firsthand? If this is true, uh, next week Georgia plays. Oh God! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! There you go. Sorry for leading you into this. <laughs> so we so we get uh, Mizzou scoring. Let's let's say four points. Mm-hmm. Um, not not yeah. two safeties, just a, rope, a, yeah. a field goal, and then and then Auburn. They're going to be without a coach by then, surely, right? Um, that would be. I'm sorry, hater. That'd be the three and one Auburn Tigers. <laughs> They're going to fire him after one. a win. 
you just know it. Auburn fans complaining tonight that they're going to have to put up with Harse for another week. They'll find a way to fire him after a win. They can oh, do surely. it. I believe in Auburn. If if you did not see this game, one congratulations, uh, because Michael Felder um, added the bleachers on Twitter. The God. <laughs> Today was one of those days where you know exactly what game Felder's talking about. Yeah, because normally he gives you no clue what he's watching. Um, it just says it. This is what he described it as. This is remarkable. No one is enjoying it. No one likes this, but it is happening to all of us. <laughs> it was and everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> so many people were watching this game. It was at the same time as like a Clemson wake banger barn burner. That's everyone was watching. Took off baseball. I choose the channel. Okay, maybe that's it. Baseball drove people into the arms of Auburn, Missouri. That's, that's the worst review of baseball I've ever heard. <laughs> That's how desperate we are to not know whatever is going on with the Yankees. I want to just describe what happened here because the facts are all I really need. Auburn went for a fourth and one in field goal range. They did not get a fourth and one. The ball went over to Mizzou. Mizzou hits a lottery shot down the field, gets in field goal range, and then misses. (laughs) Completely misses. Their large son of a kicker whose last name is Mavis, uh, misses. Then Auburn lines up for their OT, their one OT1 field goal, and misses, but then gets to do it again because Mizzou is off sides. But it's still, it's still possible for Mizzou to win this game. And in fact, looks likely as Mizzou's running back rushes toward the end zone and then fumbles the goddamn winning TD through the goddamn end zone. This was the only part of this game I saw was dude reaching ball toward end zone, which I don't even think he needed to do. Like I, I think he could have just dove into the end zone, but I'm, I'm, I wasn't, I wasn't the guy holding the ball. What, what, what would I know? But um, reaching the ball toward the end zone and just dropping it, just dropping it, just whoop through, and thus, thus putting the ball into the phantom zone. That exists for <laughs> the offense only, right? That that you fumble the ball in the end zone and they're like, pooh, it disappears. That's the worst thing you can do. That's the worst thing a football player can do. We must punish the shit out of it. Yes. Fumbling it would, in that it one went, spot. It went into negative land. <laughs> it's the most magical territory in the football rule book is when you fumble <laughs> through the end zone. Like, whew, what happens? You're like, and now it's a cricket match. Everybody grab a bat. We, we can't risk this happening again. Give the other guys the ball. Make them go the other way. This place is closed off. This is a radioactive crime it's scene. Unclean. <laughs> sour ground. I'm convinced there's like 1910 like minutes from a meeting between Walter Camp and Teddy Roosevelt where they're like, perhaps we shoot the man. If we shoot the man who fumbles <laughs> to the end zone, they'll be dissuaded and thus redouble their efforts to hold on to the Oblate spheroid. It's, it could be um, from that era when, like, trying to score a touchdown with your offense was frowned upon, when the smart strategy was to punt on first down and wait for them to fuck up. Like, this was an actual, like, 20-year era of college football. So it might have been yeah. during that era when it's like, no, don't go toward your own end zone, idiot. Yes, yes, that, you'll get tetanus down there. We don't have a cure for that. Yeah. What do you mean you get tetanus down there? Sorry, Jason, go ahead. Speaking of speaking of treating the end zone as if it has tetanus, Northwestern has now lost to Duke, an FCS team, and a somewhat lesser MAC team, uh, losing to uh, at least one Miami uh, had a good day. 
Northwestern, which uh, is in this beleaguered state, still has to try to score points against Penn State, Iowa, Wisconsin, and the god monsters of Minnesota. Like, odds are really decent Northwestern's going to finish 0-11 in the Western Hemisphere. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? Still got that one win in Ireland. That means we're a corporation. All of Pat Fitzgerald's earnings, that's right, (laughs) tax-free. It's like Microsoft, Google, and Pat Fitzgerald. This is like, this is like, literally old school like 1979 northwestern like this is this is this is the northwestern of legend right here this is none of that none of that going nine and three while scoring 12 points northwestern of the last decade no this is just straight up scoring 12 points northwestern yeah this is a debacle it's not the biggest debacle of the day just a little quiet debacling happening on their home turf in fort collins uh, Colorado State, every time you say, hey, man, listen, every time you say about your football program, hey, listen, man, can't get any worse than this. Colorado State falls through the bottom of the coffin, right? Like this is they keep going lower and lower um, because, yes, last season, Steve Adazio did just just leave. He just just, just kept walking right out of the stadium. He didn't actually do that, but it looked like it. Uh, and you thought, man, the program must be in a bad shape. They lost to Sacramento State. It's not it's not an FBS team. It is a big sky team, though. It is a big sky team. That's right. Hell yes, big sky. Big sky conference appears to have left the chat, though. Unfortunately, that's yeah. You know what they're doing? They're celebrating. Surrendering to the Southland Conference. Is what they're yeah, doing. Southland Conference is the conference of the week. Sorry. Yeah, no, you outlasted them. Uh, Sacramento State beat Colorado State at home. Well, that sometimes happens. Sometimes an FCS team just comes in, and I don't know. They're better than you think. You didn't scout them well got to get better <clears throat> this is what gamers might call a skill issue because uh this is a 41 10 41 10 final yeah. sacramento state <laughs> beat beat them by 31 points in the uh i i appeared on a um an nfl podcast uh a, a few weeks ago b- before the season it's called split zone duo um, yeah. and they had a, they had a, they had a game on there that we done that I won last year. Um, by the way, that, uh, this time around in the draft of FB FCS teams that will upset FBS teams, I was wise and shrewd enough to select Sacramento state to defeat Colorado state. So I'm on the board. Um, I did not expect this, t- <laughs> this type of resounding victory, um, 41 to 10. I, I thought CSU would be pretty decent by this point in the season. Honestly, um, after Jay Norville, like imported all of his best players from his previous team. Like I thought they would be like starting to come together as an okay average mountain West team. No, they look like Steve Adazio is still in the walls. He might be. He's a big fair. guy, so he does yeah. kind of have the. He does kind of look like a schmoo, like you get the sense that he could slink through pipes undetected. Just in here being a dude in the pipes, like a really aggro schmoo. What's better than pipes? Dudes, dudes in pipes, dudes being pipes, pipes being dudes. Uh, I'm being told allegedly Northwestern does have a win in the Western Hemisphere. Fine, it's fine. Yeah, it's, what, give it what to him. Yeah, does that interfere with the tax status of Pat Fitzgerald so. as Irish Corporation? I don't think I th- so. I think the main thing's still the main thing. Okay, good. We should also note um, we should also note this current scores of interest in the fourth quarter. BYU is leading Wyoming 28-17. I saw Craig Bull run and try to call a timeout. Any man over 60 running looks like a contraption. That's the best way to describe any man over 60 running. They look like a contraption. 
Utah and Arizona State. Problem solved. 31-6 Utah. Fire Herm. So- <laughs> <laughs> keep, getting, keep getting Herm Edwards results. My favorite, but by the way, there's an accusation that was one line in that athletic article about the downfall of the Herm Edwards regime in Tempe. And it said that, yes, staffers were rumored to have leaked information about the program and about their plays to other programs in order to hasten change in Tempe. Okay. I want to get this clear. That's not normal. That's not good. Okay. That's bad. It's probably bad. And everyone who did it, like that should probably be something that should be discussed in your next coaching interview is how or why this happened. It would not be good or a great thing to discuss with somebody who's trying to hire you to be like, are you going to undermine me and leak plays? Having said that, as a viable strategy for the opponent, how complex do you think the locks were on the <laughs> on the mind palace of Herm Edwards? What genius do you think you were going to get out of the intricacies of, I don't know, you should tackle. Play a 4-3 and tackle. You're not going to believe this. Um Cal or whoever we're playing this week, but uh, our coach thinks it's 1994 NFC Central. <laughs> He's probably going to run on first down. <laughs> That's it. You know, if you get the plays, you're like, this is just the NFL blitz playbook. No, we're not going blitz. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. The no b- d- the bomb is not in there. Yeah. We're going Atari NES. Atari NFL is where we're going with this one. The the, the 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 bomb is not in there because Utah is going to win, um, and that lady will not <laughs> not be forced to resort to setting off nukes. Um, I don't I don't know. She might have her top on this time. It's up to her. I don't really care either way. But the good thing is she will not be <laughs> setting off nuclear power plants. For all the shit that we have talked about, Alabama, LSU, or Arkansas fans over the year, at no point have I seen any of them topless at a game or threaten. <laughs> actual nuclear warfare step it up step it up because utah is outpacing all of you the half the half nude nuclear bombers of utah fandom (laughs) i want you to consider how do you respond in times of crisis when you're under an existential threat jason okay some people get calm utah with the collapse of the (laughs) pac-12 impending have decided to just go full hardo in every way utah is either going to get nude or set off an extinction level event (laughs) it's up to you all i'm saying is that sounds sec great right there let's go man bring them in like we made the case for many years that they're the most big 10 team in the pac-12 because of the way they play football no you can't have a big 10 you waited too long you didn't want them you didn't want them. You expanded west and you hopped over Utah to take UCLA. You idiots! Come on home, Utes. Come on home. Yeah, come on. S E C S L C. Huh? Huh? Seeing seeing the signs okay. here. Uh, SEC punks. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> just nude and nuking. That's it. <laughs> that's how we like them. That's how we like it in Utah. <laughs> That's amazing work. They're kicking the shit out of Arizona State. Um, and yes, Washington now up 30 to 7 over Stanford. And oh, no, I didn't neglect you. Look at you, San Jose State, beating Western Michigan 24 to 6 here on the late shift. Do we have any interesting questions we want to take? If there are any in the chat, do we have anything we have missed? Spencer, do you know how to look at the chat? 
I'm looking at it right now. Oh, okay. Pleasant yeah. surprise. Yeah, no, I see that the Big Sky Conference did ask a question, right? If Michigan counts Colorado State, why can't we, Jason? And yeah, said, because I, right. I I made a joke about Colorado State being barely barely FBS. I I would never um, begrudge the Big Sky Conference. Actually, I would because they didn't stick around. Oh, they're back. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. I love the Big Sky Conference. They did they did perfect. That's right. Perfect. Great work today. Perfect conference. Great work. Incredible. Uh, equally yes. as good as the Southland Conference in every way. Yes. Yes. Um. Uh, apparently, Sacramento State, by the way, was favored in that game by four point five. <laughs> That's not good. That's not <laughs> they only, disappointing. They only covered twenty six and a half points. Is it bad if you if you the FBS team are a a somewhat sizable underdog at home against an FCS team and then you lose by almost ten times that much? I think that's bad. Seems terrible. Seems terrible. Yeah, I I am I am good. I think that uh what did we learn this week? I learned that um I thought you know, if you think watching a game is a bad idea, you're probably right. Because I watched Auburn Mizzou and I thought, well, that's probably gonna be a bad idea. And it listener, it was so much worse than I imagined. Okay, mm-hmm. so again, if you think you're in danger, right? You know, like like the gift of fear, if you think you're in danger, you probably are. And if you think you're in danger of having a bad and confusing time watching Auburn Mizzou, <laughs> it's not that you're right. It's that you're more right than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. Um, the thing I learned today is, first of all, that almost everyone is bad. The other is, you know, you know how that like that take people have when they're like the teams that were good when I was 17. College football is just better when those teams are good. Like, you know, that take everyone has. Yeah. I've discovered the version of this that is actually accurate, which is college football is just better when Kansas is good. <laughs> because in my <laughs> lifetime, that's 2007 and right now, and that's it. Suits me. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> if you take, Find if the you, lie. <laughs> if you take 2007 as like the bellwether of all that is great in football, you're completely right. Also, LSU losing like three games and somehow being the national champion. That's what's going to happen. I know they only lost two that year. This year with the playoff, come on, man. We can get three. When we expand this thing, LSU is going to win it with like seven losses. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Kelly's listening. He's very intrigued. He's in the chat right now. (laughs) Um, Last comment from Josh Cromwell. I just need to report that the BYU Cougar mascot was just on my TV, dragging his butt along the ground like a cat trying to express his glands. Carry on. More mascots should act exactly like the animals that they <laughs> represent. <laughs> just just a badger attacking people in Wisconsin randomly. Harry dog, stop licking your butt. <laughs> I'm a character. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm a method guy. I can't help it. I'm not even sure those foam versions of them could lick their own like arms. Yeah, we got to we got to install like uh, extra flexible suits for that. Well, you know who might try that and quit? That's right, Hokum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing horns down right now. Just yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's let's send the folks out of here on a big horns down. Everybody. So, uh, just everybody in the chat needs some horns down. Figure everybody. out a horns down emoji. We're a big cow, and we don't like you. Yeah. If you've made it this far to 1.15 a.m. on the East Coast. Congratulations, you uh, joined people. Like, yes, Mike Golick Jr., like Morgan. What's up, Morgan? Hey, Podcat. Uh, hello, Karsten. Long-time listener, Karsten. Jim Prosser. What's up, man? 
thank you for making it this far. Yes, the Big Sky Conference, the greatest college football conference in America. I think we one can of the all two. Agree. One of the two. One of one of the two. That Along is correct. With the South Lane. Yes, and I'm sure a Utah football fan quietly listening, probably in one of my cabinets in this room. <laughs> no, right? they're not quiet. Nope. You know nude, nude and waiting to spring with a kryptonite ray. Uh, thank you for joining the full cast after dark. Uh, hey, Holly, your team won today. Do you have anything you want to say before we go? Go Gators. <laughs> Good night. Good night. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.